From the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Tree Bosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we're very excited because we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And we'll be chatting with Rotarians from around the world about the great work Rotary is doing to serve all of humanity. Well, we say good day to John James Glassford of Coleman, Australia. He's a Rotarian. And he's with something called the Rotarian Action Group for Endangered Species. John, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good day, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Our pleasure. So what is the Rotarian Action Group for Endangered Species? Well, we have some re real serious problems on our planet. We're losing wildlife, we're losing species, we're losing entire species. So the idea is to create awareness and then to get funds in for projects that we endorse as an action group. We don't raise the funds ourselves as an action group. What we do, we handshake a club on the ground that's got a project with a club that wants to support. And that's the way we do it. So what are some of the endangered species that our listeners might be familiar with? Well, we start with the white rhino and the black rhino. The white rhino, there's 22,000 left in the wild. The black rhino, there's less than 5,000. And we believe, well, we know that we're past the tipping point. They're more being killed than being born. And they've been killed for, well, the rhino, obviously, for their horn, which is worth $75,000 a kilo on the streets in Hanoi. Uh, it is a crime, a huge crime. But what do you do? The, the, the local population are poor. The Vietnamese want the horn. They believe it is a number of things, aphrodisiac one, but women use it for the children for for uh, colic and whooping cough. Vietnamese businessmen use it to engage favours. So what happens is that there's a lot of corruption and uh, we're losing rhinos. We're losing them every single day. And besides uh, hunting uh, as a, a trigger to uh, extinction, are we also having issues with pollution that may affect certain animals to the point of extinction? Well, anything to do with the environment, you're sure. Um, I, the, the thing you said about hunting, well, I abhor hunting. Um, it is not conservation. Uh, it must be stopped, any hunting whatsoever. But in terms of pollution, the, 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 their habitat is being decimated. If you look at Borneo, where they're burning rainforest by the acre every day, uh, we're losing the habitat for orangutans and pygmy elephants and tigers. And uh, that's not good because they're not going to be here. So, John, what got you involved? What's your background? Why are you here? All right, well, I'm a Kenyan. Uh, an African originally, but I live in Australia now. Uh, I was brought up with wildlife, elephant, rhino, lion, the whole gambit. I mean, I'm an African, a Kenyan, and I cannot bear to see the planet 
without these animals. And extinction is forever. We'll never get them back. We believe that we have 10 years left for the rhino and about the same for the elephant. So if people at home want to know more about your group, the Rotarian Action Group for Endangered Species, do you have a website or how would they find out? Yeah, I have a website. It's, it's endangeredrag.org. But look, do a search for Rotarian Action Group for Endangered Species uh, or do a search for me. I don't mind. <laughs> You'll find me. Um, yeah, look, we, we'll hench. If there's a club that's really interested, that wants to get involved, for goodness sake, get in touch with me. John at glassford.com.au. Thank you so much. John, thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary, and thanks for everything you do to help endangered species. No worries, mate. We're delighted now to welcome to Radio Rotary Johan Martens of Malgemann, Belgium, and he's involved with the Rotarian Action Group regarding addiction. Good morning, Johans. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. So tell us, what is the Rotarian Action Group involving addiction? Well, it's a new uh, action group recognized by the Rotary International Board uh, beginning 2016. And it is about uh, addiction prevention, uh, as well tobacco, alcohol, uh, drugs, uh, gaming, internet addiction, and so on. So what are we doing? Uh, we are gathering uh, the evidence-based information that clubs need to set up programs and actions in an evidence-based way. And we advise clubs and districts to set up those programs or in prevention, sometimes in treatment. Uh, we also help also to uh, um, uh, applicate for district grants, global grants. Uh, we supported a global grant in uh, Binghamton, uh, another one in uh, Mumbai. And uh, uh, what comes out uh, of developed methodology is immediately available for any club in the world. Now, there are groups in the United States, I'm sure in Belgium as well, things like Alcoholic Anonymous, Gamblers Anonymous. Uh, do you work uh, closely with these folks who have a proven track record of helping people? Yes, of course. Uh, one of our goals is to make uh, a network with uh, international NGOs, the local NGOs, because we as Rotarians, we can only be intermediaries. We are not professionalists or specialists. Uh, we don't want to be that. Some of us are, of course, but we, we, uh, um, uh, we, help, we look for the support of those professional NGOs. Uh, we need them. Uh, to advise us uh, and we bring them uh, or their advice to the clubs. So, John, what is your background? How did you get involved with this topic? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, I started in 74, uh, one of the, uh, for the moment, biggest centers in Belgium for uh, drug addiction treatment and prevention. And all along my career, I saw that prevention uh, was not uh, enough supported. All the money goes to treatment, eh, but there is no money anymore for prevention. So I think that's a big task for Rotary. We can, with our clubs, we can do a lot for prevention. For instance, in Flanders, and not only in Flanders, uh, with our Rotary clubs, we gather more money for prevention programs than the government does. Oh, my goodness. Well... You, uh, Flemish, are very resourceful. One thing I've always admired about you all is how many languages do you speak? I think five. And that's everybody in the country, yes. 
<laughs> and you, you are also host to the Diamond Capital of the World. Yes, yes, uh, but we, we made some mistakes at the time eh? with the bombing, and <laughs> we will try to, uh, to recover that by working hard also internationally on uh, addiction prevention because that's the biggest battle for the future. Yes, and it I is, and it's becoming a global battle, which yeah. you are pointing out to us here. From Atlanta, the Rotary International Convention, we're talking to Johan Martins. Yes. From Belgium. From Belgium. From Belgium. Now, Johan, uh, one of the uh, topics in America that people are very concerned about is the opioid addiction, uh, misusing prescription pills. Is this a, a worldwide problem? This is a worldwide problem, but as I hear it now during these uh, uh, few hours that we started, it's a big problem in the United States. Yeah. I was aware from uh, colleagues in uh, um, uh, Binghamton that are organizing a global grant for opioid uh, uh, treatment, uh, but I only knew from them. Now, here in a few hours, I heard from four or five regions already in the United States. I think it's a big problem over here. Yes. Um, uh, of course, we see the same in uh, India, uh, Pakistan, uh, Nepal. Uh, it's growing all over the world. So if people want to know more about the Rotarian Action Groups for Addiction Prevention, do you have a website or how would they find out? Uh, the website, the name of the website is RAC uh, and then, um, how do you say, uh, a little line and then AP, R-A-G. Uh, and, and AP, uh, they can find it. Um, uh, they will easily find it. It's rag r a g dash ap dot org. That's rag dash ap dot org to know more about this growing concern globally, particularly here in the United States too, with the opioid epidemic. Go to that website. There is information and help. So, Johan Martins of uh, Belgium, an outstanding Rotarian, thank you so much for everything you're doing to prevent addiction around the world, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much. We do what we can. Sarah, we are here, in not in Transylvania, in Hungary, but we are here in Atlanta, Georgia. With doing what? Doing what exactly? We are here with Count Dracula. <laughs> no, actually, we're here with B.J. We Smith, are. resplendent in a black cape, looking just like Bela Lugosi did in the movie Dracula. BJ is from Colleyville, Texas, a Rotarian, and he's here with uh, the Blood Donation Organization. What's it called? It's the Global Network for Blood Donation. We're one of the Rotarian action groups that basically promotes voluntary blood donation around the globe. And why is that so important? Because in many parts of the world, unlike the United States, there's not an available blood supply where uh, Rotarians can get involved. It's probably the easiest service project that Rotarians can do to get involved to sponsor a blood drive to make sure that blood is available before it's needed. Now, I'm a, I'm a needle wimp. I'm a wimp altogether, as Sarah will tell yes, you. Yes, he absolutely is. And, uh, but I have donated over a gallon of blood, not at the, all at the same time. Uh, so tell people, how easy is it to donate blood and why it's so necessary? You drink lots of water before you donate. Make sure that you've eaten an iron-rich meal before you donate. And then you show up to donate. It's a simple little prick in your finger and a little stick in your arm of the needle. It's over in about five to seven minutes, and you're saving three lives with every donation that you make. Is that right? Yes. Every donation you make, say that statistic again. Yes. Every donation that you make will save three lives. What will happen is blood centers, we will collect whole blood, and then we can break the blood down into multiple donations so that one donation you can touch and impact three lives. Well, that's very inspirational. And usually 
at least in New York, when you donate blood afterwards, you get orange juice and cookies. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, some blood centers, nutterbiters, are very, very popular in the United States with blood donors in, as well as around the world. So definitely uh, sugary sweet and some juice after you donate. So it, it's good. And you're saving lives. So you get, you get a little sweet surprise there. But meanwhile, BJ, you're from, where are you from? I'm you're from? Colleyville, Texas. It's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, okay. really close to the International Airport in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And how many uh, ro Rotary conventions have you attended? This is my seventh Rotary convention in a row. So uh, been, been around the globe promoting volunteer blood donation. Around the world, and we must say, we have to give the visual. You have your Dracula cape on, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> Custom. I have some fellow vampires that are going to join me now. So uh, I've got I've got reinforcements joining me now. I see but, they're unpacking their capes. <laughs> but unlike Dracula, you have a, the rotary wheel on the cape. That's they terrific. Do. So, BJ, if people at home want to know more about blood donation or about your organization, is there a website or how would they if, contact you? If they will go to www.rbloodrive.org, O-R-G, uh, everything about our Rotarian Act group is detailed there. Give that to us one more time. It is www.rbloodrive.org. Well, B.J. Smith, a Rotarian from Colleyville, Texas, uh, thank you so much for telling us about why blood donation is important, and thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary today. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. You too. You too. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treboss, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, and we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com and by absolute auction and realty serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946 and by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley and we'll be back with more of the Rotary International Convention from Atlanta, Georgia after these important messages what can you do as a member of Rotary? you can eradicate polio you can promote peace you can feed the hungry you can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, Ulster Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank. Enriching. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe. 
but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to aarauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song. Hi everyone, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to our exclusive coverage of the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Our guest now on Radio Rotary is Thomas Cook, not the gentleman who wrote the travel books, but a Rotarian from Iowa City. And he's involved with something called Rotarian Action Group for Club Foot. Tom Cook, welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's our pleasure to have you. Now tell us, what exactly is Club Foot? Okay, clubfoot is the most common musculoskeletal disorder uh, birth defect in the world. Affects about 200,000 uh, kids born every year. Uh, it means that their foot, they're born with their foot uh, turned down and turned in. It's a congenital deformity. Happens randomly to one in 750 live births anywhere in the world. Doesn't matter whether you're in a highly developed country or a, a poor country. Um, and, of course, in developing countries, uh, it's a serious... Um, it's, it's catastrophic if yeah. it's in a developing co- country, I would think, for these children. Yeah. For these children. Sure. If you, if you can't, you know, your main transportation is your feet. And if you can't carry water, you can't collect firewood, you can't walk to school, uh, you're destined for a life that's uh, pretty poor. Now, tell me, Tom Cook, uh, how does it affect the individual to have a club foot? It affects their ability to walk? Yeah, certainly. The feet are turned uh, down and under. A lot of the kids walk on the top of their feet or the side of their feet. And in many cases, uh, they end up crawling because they're so unstable, of course, on uneven surfaces in rural communities where there's no flat surface. So it's a, um, you know, many of them end up being beggars. They, uh, you know, they're outcasts from their community, from their families in many cases because of the cultural issues involved. Uh, So it's it's a tough condition. So it's very debilitating. Can it be fixed? Yeah, the, the solution is really very simple. And the beauty of it is the solution is something that can be done anywhere. It's very much, you could think of it as orthodontics for your feet. In other words, the feet are deformed. They're turned in and down. And the treatment is to gradually stretch them as far as they will comfortably go and apply a plaster cast. And you wait about a week for the tissues to equilibrate. The t- the tissues that are tight get stretched, and the ones that are too loose get tightened up a little bit, much like orthodontics. You know, you don't straighten teeth immediately. You allow time for nature to sort of regroup and, and realign things. So uh, after four to six weeks, typically, you can take a foot that's very turned in and under and dysfunctional and turn it into a normal functional feet. Now, the Rotarian Action Group uh, for Clubfoot, besides getting the word out through uh, information, 
Uh, do you actually go and, and uh, bring doctors to cure these kids with the club foot? Uh, there are two main things that uh, we think Rotarians can do and do well. One is the training, and that is we have a number of training grants through the foundation, uh, vocational training teams that go in and actually train the doctors. We're, we're not interested in going into countries and doing these things for people, but building the capacity in the country for the doctors to do it themselves. Uh, the second part of that is since Rotarians are in every community, they really can help with uh, some of the barriers that we've encountered in many, many countries. Simple things like transportation costs, because you have to come back every week to the clinic. You need bus fare or mini bus fare. Uh, you need food for the kids while they're waiting in the clinic. Uh, plus, uh, uh, on the local level, change their cultural issues. In many of the lower resource countries, um, the cultural issues are that uh, uh, many of the parents don't even seek treatment. You know, they just think this is the way this child was meant to live. Uh, uh, so just making them aware that it's fixable, where it's fixable, and then helping them overcome these small uh, obstacles to actually getting and completing the treatment is a, a real role for Rotarians. So Tom Cook from Iowa City, USA. What is your background? Are you a healthcare professional? How did you How did you get involved with this effort? Uh, well, I was initially trained as a physical therapist, uh, but I have a couple degrees in bioengineering and have spent most of my career doing global health. So I've worked in Europe and Africa and, and a number of other countries. I actually worked with Dr. Ponsetti, who developed this technique uh, back in the 1980s when he was doing a 30-year follow-up study and so on. So um, this whole technique originated at the University of Iowa, where I've been on the faculty for 30-plus years. Um, and we've been working with an organization called the Ponsetti International Association, which is uh, a major collaborator with the Rotarian Action Group to train more doctors and, and promote this, uh, this method uh, globally. And Tom, if people want, uh, listening at home want more information about the Rotarian Action Group for Clubfoot, do you have a website or how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, it's really quite easy. It's RAG for Clubfoot, R-A-G, the number four, Clubfoot, C-L-U-B-F-O-O-T dot org. One more time, give us the website. It's RAG for Clubfoot, R-A-G, the number four, C-L-U-B-F-O-O-T dot org. Well, Tom Cook of Iowa City, a Rotarian and public health professional, thank you so much for everything you're doing to cure clubfoot around the world. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. It's been my pleasure. Our next guest on Radio Rotary from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, is golf legend Jack Nicholas. He's interviewed by Rotary International Vice President Jennifer Jones on his experiences with polio as a boy. And one of our largest corporate projects, as we all know, is our, our single largest corporate project is the eradication of polio. As I mentioned in the beginning, you are one of our ambassadors. I'd like to uh, switch now to talking about polio just a little bit. And um, you must be uh, approached by many, many charities to become um, involved or they want your support. Why did you decide that becoming a polio ambassador for Rotary was something that was important to you? Well, that, was a, that was a pretty easy choice for me. I had polio as a child. I had polio when I was 13. And I was, very, I was one of the fortunate ones. I was sick for about two weeks. And in those days, I don't understand why they didn't diagnose me as polio. But I went to the doctor, he gave me some antibiotics, and that was it. And after about two weeks, I didn't get any better. And my dad, I'll never forget, I've got some pictures. I lost about 20 pounds. And I was out hitting some golf balls. And I was 
totally uncoordinated. I mean, I had no coordination whatsoever. And but I took these pictures of me as a young child, and I remember my father coming, getting me off the golf course, and he said, Jack, we've just taken your sister to the hospital with polio. And so my sister got it from me. And uh, they went down, and then they, they did a test on me and says, oh, yeah, you have polio. Well, thank you very much. And the, uh, but anyway, she had, he had a little bit of paralysis. She sort of, uh, uh, didn't, she had one leg shorter than the other, and she's, she, but she gets along fine. She's doing great. And, but I ended up, I'll never forget, the next day after that, I was pretty well over the, the headaches and the, and the fever and so forth. Uh, I, went, I went out and played an exhibition. I was a plus three handicap at the time. And I played nine holes with Patty Bird in a charity event, and I shot 53 for nine holes. I mean, I was horrible. And the next day I went to Lancaster, Ohio and played at an amateur amateur with a friend of mine, which we won. It was the best ball. We, we shot 65. He shot 65. I helped zero. For about the next 10 days, I was useless. But then I, was, I said I was fortunate. I was the one who didn't have any, any, anything lingering. I may have a little post-polio syndrome today, but little aches and pains that people can't explain. But boy, was I lucky. But, I, but when they asked me to help with the eradication of polio, I said, absolutely. I'm delighted to be involved in whatever you want me to do. I'm happy to do so. It's been a great pleasure to bring you today's edition of Radio Rotary from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Our thanks to the great folks at the Rotary Press Office, Chanel Williams, Vivian Fiore, and Audrey Carl for all of their help here at the convention. And our thanks to our sponsors, Salisbury Bank, your regional bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com and by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs at the Hudson Valley. Valley since 1946, and by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley of New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebois, thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. So long from Atlanta. So long from Atlanta.